When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You are now listening to. Let's get into the second half of this conversation, and we are going to talk about realignment of the conferences. There has been a shakeup in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Two of the bigger teams in the Pac-12 have decided, as B. Will astutely pointed out, right after the two conferences got together and were like, hey, man, we should form this super conference. Mm. <laughs> then uh. the Big Ten was like, yeah, we should, by taking mm. your two biggest programs. Oh, my God. USC and oh, UCLA man. have announced their intent to join the Big Ten. And what does this mean, guys? What does this mean as far as, like, why should SEC fans and Auburn fans even care about this? Treat your boys. Chill Boys underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chill Boys underwear will help you keep the boys close. Uh, Not too close. When the game is on the line, you won't break a sweat with Chill Boys underwear. Whether it's left boy, right boy, or both boys, Chill Boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt. Visit chillboys.com and use code RAPPORT, that's R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chill Boys. Like, why should SEC fans and Auburn fans even care about this? I will start with you on this one, Mike. Oh, okay, all right. So I was on a Twitter space about conference realignment, and I'll tell you, there were a lot of salty pack school fans. If you were not, if you're, not a UCLA or a USC fan, you're real salty about this. Number one, Dallas Schwartz, where you at, man? If you're here, make sure yeah, you, you let us know yeah, what's up Dallas, on that. yeah, he's they, a big USC guy. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Now, apparently, this was a midnight deal because they were blindsided by this. They were completely blindsided by the exit of these two schools. Um, you know what it means for the teams that are left in the pack is you're screwed. <laughs> Because outside of Oregon, what's left over that adds any value to any other conference from a Oregon total- State's baseball team? Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I ain't taking you for for that. All right. Um, I mean, you've got maybe you've got Arizona basketball. Stanford is a their academic reputation combined with like their women's basketball team is usually pretty good. Right. Their football is kind of falling off, but. Their basketball is kind of teetering, like sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. I think they're a well-rounded addition, a lot because of their academic reputation, too. But 
my 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 fault continue. Just wanted to that's that's the other somewhat valuable thing. Yeah, I mean it's just not I mean to bolster my point, it's just not a lot that's attractive. Now, um here's what happened. here's why it's good for the Big Ten. Now you are in the LA TV market mm-hmm. and you've infiltrated a very fertile California recruiting ground as well, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of good players come out of Cali. Um, and if you're left in the pack, you just lost that. Right. You just lost that. You just lost probably your most fertile recruiting ground is taking their ball and they're going to play in the Big Ten. Now, don't, let's not get it twisted. This is about everybody's trying to keep up with what the SEC is doing right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, everybody's, this, this, is, this is the Big Ten's attempt to try to be the SEC. Yeah, not a bad move. SEC. Yeah. Not a bad move. I think that these are two solid pickups, especially getting USC, right? I mean, you get brand recognition. The value of their TV contracts are going to go up. You know, the national exposure, everything is good about this pickup for the Big Ten. Uh, I think that UCLA maybe doesn't bring the same oomph or whatever, but I, th- I think it was a package deal. You take one, you got to take the other. Kind well, of- basketball, even if they aren't. I mean, they were. I think they were in the Sweet Sixteen last year, not this current. Yeah, they're, yeah, season. they're pretty good at basketball. They're, they're gonna be decent. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think what we're headed towards is we're headed towards two super conferences because the other linchpin in all this realignment is Notre Dame. Everyone's like, "What is Notre Dame going to do? Uh, do they join the ACC?" I think the ACC is all but dead as well because what it's really looking like is. I think personally, what it's really looking like is the SEC may continue to expand. You take Clemson and you take Florida State, and you've got your super conference. Uh, and then they Big Ten will try to get Notre Dame and, and one other brand. But there's some so there's some good to this. The bad I think that this is going to have the bad effect is going to be the destruction of traditional geographical rivals oh for sure i mean we, we they're they're already losing oklahoma oklahoma state in a couple of years yeah i mean texas um, texas ain't now one way when they came to the sec right like i think what you're gonna see is this is gonna become a little bit of a mess as far as travel is concerned if you're usc if you know you're on that schedule where you have to go play more away games and you do home games that's that's a plane flight and elapsed time lost. You're coming east. You're potentially traveling for, you know, six, seven hours elapsed time to, on a plane to get where you're going. Then you have to get off the plane, take a bus, probably maybe an hour or two, depending on where you go to play. It's going to be tough. Have you have you ever tried to fly into Penn, you know, get to Penn State? It's not an easy place to get to. Yeah, I mean, most most of these schools are in, you know, look at Auburn. It's not like you can take a direct flight to Auburn, right? right. Like they're just in they, these small college towns where that's the only thing that's there is that university. Um, mm-hmm. So it's definitely going to be an interesting thing once you talk about, like you said, that's that's the point I don't think a lot of people are talking about is the travel schedules of these places, man. Right. Like freaking Penn State going to play at USC. Rutgers going to USC. Yeah, right. To New York, York to LA. An, that yeah. is an insane commute <laughs> to have to try to make. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I mean, when I was living in Phoenix, I you know I didn't come home a whole bunch because it was it was a four or five hour plane flight to Atlanta. I'd leave at seven a.m. in the morning, but 
I got lose three hours going to Atlanta. So by the time right. I touch down, the sun's down, and then I got to get off the plane and drive another hour and a half to two hours to my folks' place in Alabama. It just it's it's crazy. It's going to be very difficult, I think, from that standpoint for some of these schools. But the money, this is about money. Yeah. And the Big Ten had the uh, second richest uh, TV contracts out of the major conferences. This is going to improve that. Uh, I think this starts in 2025 for them, which aligns with— 2024. The, they said it starts 2024. 2024, yeah. It aligns exactly with the end of the current PAC TV deal. So nobody has to pay a penalty to get out uh, if they leave after that. But, you know, again, for your conference commissioners, this is a warning. Uh, you need to take the temperature. Oklahoma and Texas essentially did the same thing coming to the SEC. Everyone's oh, we're so blindsided by this. I'm like, really, though? <laughs> really? Like, you guys were down to, like, eight schools at one point. Your, your teams are losing opportunities to make it to the playoff. You know, there was one year they didn't have a championship game, I think, or uh, it was just – uh, yeah, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't know if they were going to have enough schools to have a championship game. Uh, they've been letting they've been, their houses have been a mess for a while. But but I'll say this, and this is a complete shot at everything. Pack um, that has been a lower <laughs> grade of football for a long time. Now, I had a yes. U, I had a U Dub fan get really really mad at me uh, in a private group. I'm in mean, with Big Game Boomer, and um, anytime we start talking about conferences you know it's so funny like we cover auburn but when people don't know what to say they always say but auburn isn't that good i was like we're not talking about auburn right now we're talking about washington here's here's your deal you live in a overcast dreary state with almost no high profile recruits in your backyard and the ones that are high profile end up leaving. Correct. All right. So because I mean, we talk about uh, what's the kid's uh, name, the wide receiver recruit that went to Ohio State, uh, Ameka Ekbuka. Yeah, he's from up there. Bye. He's he, not at any of those schools in the in the in the. He's um, not at UW. He's not uh, at SC. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, good luck with that. And I don't care. You know, he was like, "Well, we made the playoff." I was like, "What? Yeah. How did that go? <laughs> how did that go versus the monster that is Alabama?" They beat you in what was a boring game, uh, and, and you, you're the, uh, this is going to grow. The um, my point about this is all the have-nots are going to fall further behind in these deals. This is all it is, man. Because eventually, if you're USC, what incentive do you have to play any of these schools anymore? You got plenty of comp in your conference. Schedule some cupcakes, and that's it. This might be the end of the NCAA as we know it. These big conferences, because right now you've got Greg Sankey and whoever runs the Big Ten, and they're going to be making decisions. You know, it was funny that they said part of what I read an article that said part of what sparked off this whole deal was the PAC and the ACC blocking the 12 team playoff. Hmm. Oh, really? Those were the conferences that blocked oh. the 12-team playoff, and they shot themselves in the foot. It was a really good article. I, I, I got to send it yeah. to you guys, but I read it I last read night read uh, during my insomnia. But I, I was just like, I read through it, and he was like, man, what a short-sighted decision on their part. Because now, when they have to vote on that again, guess who they're not considering? I mean, really? Your vote, your vote just got a lot weaker. You're not going to be able to drive the process without your, w- w- without your flagship school. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, so let I'm going to let you jump in here, B. Will. I mean, do we even refer to this as the Power Five anymore after this? No. You know, like what, what, yeah. It's it's really the Power Two and the rest of y'all. It's like the Power Two, two and the a uh, three, and then the group of five. Like, uh, what what are we, what do you even consider the pack? the Big 12 and the ACC at this point when you look at what the Big 10 and the SEC have become. But B, we'll go ahead and jump in here. The ACC has kind of been like the the Pac-12 East, honestly. The ACC hadn't been competitive. Clemson has been competitive. Sure. But the ACC has not. Been. Yeah, I mean, they're, I, I mean, Wake yeah. had a decent year last year. Every now and then you'll have, I mean, you'll always have like one other right. kind of upstart, pro, but it's it's been Clemson's conference right. by and large. And Six, what, what, and that's crazy is as dominant as Alabama has been, there's always been other very, very good teams in the SEC. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Yeah, they've gotten knocked off of that perch for a national championship from Georgia stole one, LSU stole one, we stole one, we made it back to another one. This has all been on Nick Saban's watch. Since he had won his first national championship, another SEC school has bumped him off and won a national championship. And in that entire time, the only other team to step in and actually steal one on what has been a, a dynastic run by Saban has been Clemson, so two. Ohio, Ohio State, State got their one. That's it. Yeah. Oh, Washington State had their not Washington State. Washington had their chance. Oh, too bad. Blew it. Um, yep, yeah, you're blowing. <laughs> um, Oklahoma, State Notre Dame played them in a playoff. Got blasted. Notre Dame played them. Got blasted. Oklahoma played them. Um, didn't get blasted, but you lost. I mean, there there has been any argument by anybody from the pack to say, well, we deserve and we're going to be, you get to get on this stage, which is one reason I always like the playoff. I like the playoff, the 14 playoff coming from the BCS. Even People love the BCS. I think the BCS got certain things wrong, but the thing that the BCS got wrong was it, it was only two teams. So you don't have to absolutely be the best team. You just have to be the best perceived team. And at the end of the chance, you are at the end of the season, you are one of two teams getting a shot, which is one thing I hated about it. So Alabama didn't necessarily have to prove they were the one of the two best teams um, in a in a semifinal. They just got handed the the hey man, you, you look pretty good, you're Alabama. Why not? And that's why the first playoff uh, year they got run off the field by Ohio State because their reputation. I want you to think about this: in 2014, Ohio State played Alabama in the semifinal. If that had been a normal BCS season. Florida State, coming off a championship and still being undefeated, would have played an Alabama team that had only lost one game they, right. and, had, and had won the SEC. That would have been Bama versus Florida State, Jimbo versus his old boss, and it would have been headlines within everything. And Ohio State had to, like, drill somebody by 60 points to get into the playoff because they had lost a game that year. Ohio State was the best team in the country that year. The playoff gave everybody an opportunity to show that you belong and that you could win a championship. Pac-12, you've been there, man. You did nothing. You did nothing on the big stage, which is another reason I've always got smoke for Lincoln Riley because he was there like three times. Nothing 
if you don't make it out of the semifinal, I do not want to hear anything about you. Nothing. Will's bum list coming this month, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's coming this month. So the, the pack doesn't have a leg to stand on as far as why they deserve to be in the picture. The thing that you should have absolutely been trying to do, I, I think, is expanding the playoff made sense. Why would you not go to 12? Why would you fight that? Because you give yourself an opportunity. Jump in there at five. Jump in there at six. And if you can put together a decent team for a season, you've got a chance to at least make some noise. Right. You get into a, a quarterfinal and get to prove against maybe somebody that's a traditional power. Hey, Clemson isn't as good this year, but they're in there at number four. All right, well, you're number, I don't know, five in Washington or USC, and now you get to knock off a more traditional, a more recent powerhouse to show, hey, we do belong on this stage. If you mm-hmm. want to limit it to four, you're boxing yourself out the paint. Why would you do that? Yeah, That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, pretty yeah. pretty short-sighted by, on their part, as Mike G said. I, I definitely would l- love to take a look at that article and um, kind of see the points. That they, I did not realize that those two conferences were the, the big ones in, in the, the decision to say, nah, we don't want this. Yeah, they, block, they blocked it. They blocked it because— Which is crazy because those two—I mean, I guess Clemson usually gets representation in, in the, the top four, but, like, but the pack they, is almost always getting pushed out of that. Out of the current always. format. In the current yeah. format, they are not even—the like, the pack champion has not been considered multiple years right. for a playoff berth. And their conference is that year that Oregon won the pack. Like by default, essentially, and there are just some really foolish things happen. And the best team, their their or their flagship teams don't win enough, and they put mediocre teams out. And now USC, now two of your biggest brand names are leaving. Good luck. That conference, their only their only hope is to merge with the Big Twelve in some form of like whatever's going to be left. Because you lo- <laughs> you've lost Oklahoma and Texas, and so you got to get with TCU and those guys, yeah. And you've got to figure out something that makes sense geographically, um, but uh, that also gives you a case for um, entry into the playoffs. Uh, since two thousand, the SEC has thirteen national champions by five different schools. Hmm. Five different teams have won national championships out of our conference. LSU. Florida, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, all have gotten championships. And if, if you count appearances, it's, it's domination, man. Like if you count uh, national championship appearances, you got you've got to count 2013 Auburn, uh, the couple times that Alabama lost it to Clemson, and uh, and that's, you've got an SEC team there almost every year for the last, yeah, even the year where Bama played Georgia, right? Yeah, 20 years, right? right? Come on, man. There's the most appearances. And they're we're regularly winning on that stage as a conference. Contrary to popular belief, it's not all Alabama. Right. That stretch that we had where it was, what, like seven or eight straight years, a SEC team won a national title. We were on a crazy run. Uh, people, that's where the SEC chance started to kick up during this time. People were mm-hmm. really sick of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were sick of us before, you're really going to be sick of us now. Uh, especially, it's, it's going to be disgusting. Actually. Yeah, with the with the with the big mouths over there in uh, Austin joining the party and Oklahoma coming in. Come on, man this this is going to be this move by the Big Ten was about keeping up with what the SEC is doing. But I also think that behind the scenes there is a power move being made by these conference commissioners because they're going to control 
with NIL as, as well, too. I think NIL is going to play into this. They're going to set the rules around how things are handled at the co- major college football level. And if you don't play by their rules, they don't have to play with you at all. They don't. They could shut out all these other conferences. Essentially, there's no uh, incentive. I, I also read something by a West Virginia fan, and he posted about like how after they moved to the Big 12, after the Big East got destroyed, all their geographical, their traditional rivalries got destroyed. All the teams yeah. that they cared about playing, Virginia Tech, every year it went away. And he's, he's, I think they haven't played Virginia Tech since like 2011 or something. Mm-hmm. And um, even though you, you add Oklahoma to the schedule – um, because you're in the Big 12, people don't care about that game the same way they care about their hometown rivalries. Right. They just right. don't. And uh, uh, yeah, I think that they know that in this new version of the SEC, there's no version of the SEC that is good for college football where Auburn and Alabama don't play every year. Right. None. None. You cannot destroy that. That is that is part yeah, I mean, of that's what like makes taking away football. Ohio State and Michigan out of the Big Ten's it, rivalries. Like you just you just you, don't do that. You can't do that. No matter how you grow that conference, you have to keep those rivalries together because they help make college football what it is. Uh, and they'll find a way to do that. But the conference realignment is gonna is going to destroy this for a lot of schools. And then there's going to be some schools left out in the cold. Cold. I think Oregon has enough name brand recognition to get somewhere Multiple sports track football and basketball that's basketball they, they're yeah. a well-rounded academic and in, in, in athletic institution i think oregon is valuable for somebody but apparently but they, they got the money but that's true too but i mean but apparently they said um that oregon and i think u-dub were kind of putting out feeler to the big 10 and the big 10 said we're good for right now so if, if it's going to come and Oregon's going to jump ship and go somewhere. It's not going to be to the Big Ten anytime soon. Yeah, I'm not. If I'm the Big Ten, I'm not taking Washington. I don't. I mean, like, how many schools can the Big Ten reasonably manage, though? Like, I mean, they're already a huge conference with the. They're talking teams. about super conferences of twenty. But they, right. That's where a lot of people think think that this ends is super conferences of twenty. And yeah. then what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to have a conference, a playoff within a playoff. Right. Okay. So let's let's hold that thought right there because this gets me to the conversation that I wanted to have around the future of the potential expansion of the playoff. You are, you now, are now listening, listening to, to 